hello, and welcome back to another episode of the CEO-ish podcast. Happy Wednesday, you guys. I'm Taylor. And I'm Chloe. This week, we're back with another solo episode all about being our best selves and loving our bodies for Hot Girl Summer. As I'm sure you all already know, Hot Girl Summer has been trending all over social media and is definitely not something that we started ourselves, but we figured it'd be an interesting episode to jump in on the conversation. Yes, we have been wanting to do a body positivity episode for a while, and what better time to do it than when bikini season is approaching us. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) We'll be chatting all things mental health, overcoming insecurities, moving our bodies, and feeling hot. I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we are so excited for today's conversation, but as always, we got to catch up first. So Taylor, what's up? Just pitching away for PR clients, keeping my head down, getting my work done, and I'm in the process of finalizing the first brand deal I've been able to secure for a PR client, which is pretty exciting, and I will share more about that when I'm allowed to and have an actual finalized contract. Mm -hmm. But other than that, just lots of wedding stuff for me. I think I told you guys last week about how Ashley's bridal shower was coming up, and that came and went, and it was beautiful. We did like this garden luncheon it was it was exquisite honestly there was a mimosa bar I had so many mimosas oh love it so many mimosas (laughs) (sighs) and then this week um I leave tomorrow but my friend Kat her engagement party is this weekend they got engaged a little I want to say like a little almost a year ago something along those lines and they haven't been able to celebrate for obvious reasons and I'm like so excited because all of my college friends are going to be in the same place for the first time since we've all graduated and I get to see Liana like I was just gonna ask is she gonna be there flying in I'm like jumping out of my skin excited to see all of my friends so so exciting I'm so happy for you we're all vaccinated so it's gonna be safe like I'm just I, I finally feel the hope of everything returning slowly as it once was. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm so happy for them. Congrats, Kat and Alex, if you're listening. Yes, we love you guys so much. What's going on with you? So, just finished the sticker design this morning, and whoop, whoop. I love it. I can't wait for you guys to see it. We ordered a hundred of them, so really excited I'm about obsessed. that. Yeah, and yes. I know we already mentioned that once we get to a thousand listens, which we are well on our way to, we're going to be doing a little giveaway. So keep an eye out for that. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with how it came out. I'm proud of it. So I'm really excited with just the direction everything is going in right now. Honestly, same, same. I'm just like every time that I talk about our podcast or think about it, I just get like the biggest rush of happiness. I'm like, I love it. It's the podcast lights me up. I feel the same sentiment. (laughs) It does. And like, I love, I know I've talked before, but like, I love doing the graphics for it. I look forward to making the graphics. Um, I'm just really enjoying every part of the process of this. So I truly believe (laughs) the graphics are what make our podcast stand out. Honestly, like whenever we get comments on our Instagram profile, it's usually about like, oh my God, this graphic is amazing. Like who did this? So you're doing a damn good job, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I take like a lot of pride in it and I'm just having a good time. Um, But yeah, other than that, you guys know, I don't need to tell you every single week I'm getting ready to move. Um, So with that, I've begun putting a list together of businesses that I want to pitch both in Grand Rapids and in Nashville because I have like a billion places in Nashville that I can stay at for free. So, you know, why not? So dude, yes, just getting my list put together and I'm going to start pitching in probably two or three weeks or so. Do Um, I have a new manifestation of Chloe W. Art being featured in a mural in the Gulch? Yes, I think I do. 
that would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, first, we I, we got to find out where we're living because I cannot file an LLC without having an address. So, I mean, so. you could just file it at your parents' house and then change I guess it I later. Could do that. I guess I could do that. We'll see. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, but yeah, just getting excited for that. Getting excited about the yoga, or not the yoga, getting excited about the stickers. Just honestly having a good week. Dare really? I ask <laughs> if there are any updates on the house front? <sighs> okay, so. Okay, I don't like that sigh. <laughs> well, Oliver looked at one a little while ago, and it's, you know, affordable in a good area. Lots of room. It's a three bedroom, and both of us, both of our hobbies just take up a lot of room. So, really, three beds is ideal. We each want to mean have our Oliver's own. 3D printing, yeah, and his beat saber. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver has strange hobbies, but we love him for it. Yes, um, I guess I can say that too. So, I've, I've, you know, found my old iPhone. So, I told Oliver, I was like, Yeah, I really want to start, like, I really want to get a tripod so I can start recording like TikToks and whatever from different angles, like, especially. Once I have a space to do yoga that I can videotape myself and actually see my full body, um, then I want to be able to record TikToks from like multiple angles because, you know, it just makes it look that much better. And oh my God. So I like, should link you to the one I have on Amazon because it was like 25 bucks. It's almost as tall as me and it comes with a Bluetooth remote. Mm. Well, honestly, Amazon. that might even be the same one that I have right now. Um, but yeah, with two phones, I would need two. But I actually was telling him that and he said, why don't you just design one on the whatever software it is and 3D print one. So that's what we're doing. I'm excited about oh it. I designed Yay. my first 3D print. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, it's cool. It wasn't hard at all. I mean, I made a very simple, it's kind of like a box, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. It was fun. I'm excited about it. Learning about his hobbies, which is nice. Sharing. If hobbies. anybody has <laughs> ever been curious about what it's like to date an engineer, this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> that and like a thousand YouTube videos about airplanes all the time. <laughs> okay, David doesn't do that to me, but I can tell you if David had a 3D printing machine, he'd be geeking about it. Mm-hmm. It is Oliver's favorite thing in the world right now. Besides my, <laughs> besides my cat, he loves my cat. Um, Frida's Frida. a favorite for the life. Every Frida's everybody's favorite. We should incorporate her onto the podcast page more sure. honestly. She would be a si- shining star. She really would. I can make a graphic of her. <laughs> we love Frida. We stand Frida. All right. You want to get into the products of the week? Yes. Do you want to go first? Sure. So I've just begun putting together my own playlist to uh, do yoga to which is a lot of fun. And I found a whole lot of songs from this playlist that somebody else made called Yoga Upbeat Power Flow. It's a playlist on Spotify. Honestly, I've just been loving it. I pulled it up a few days ago and started doing yoga to it. And I was like, oh my God, I love this song. So I had to like stop, add it to my playlist. And then five minutes later, I'd be like, oh, I got to add this one too. And really it was hard to do yoga while I was going through the songs of that playlist because most of the songs, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this song. So if you are into yoga, and especially it, it is a power flow, so it is like more upbeat songs. Um, if that's what you like to do, check it out. We're going to be talking about moving our body today. If if you want to get into moving your body in a yoga way, check out this playlist. It's very like empowering, upbeat, lots of fun. We will link it in the show notes for you guys. Yes. Chloe, get me that link so I can put it in. <laughs> I will. <laughs> What's your product this week? I am taking a break from the beauty items to shout Mm. out a clothing item I actually like, which is very rare for me because if you guys 
do not know this about me. I am not a fashion queen. I live in sweatpants and big t-shirts from high school and camp in fourth grade, like full time. <laughs> I, I don't dress up very often and I'll get more into that later. But um, I found a pair of biker shorts that I'm obsessed with. And I feel like biker shorts are something that have been very hard for me to find. I either don't like the material. I don't like the length of them. They're either too long or too short. And these ones that I got from a brand called Mate the Label, um, they're fantastic. A, they're 100% cotton. So they're super soft and really breathable. They don't have that typical workout, like Lululemon Mm -hmm. texture, if you will. And they're not overly expensive. Like they're they're a little more expensive than just buying like a twenty dollar pair of biker shorts off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. But they're not Lululemon pricing either. I think these were like forty forty five. Don't quote me on that. I'll put it in the show notes. Chloe will make a cute <laughs> graphic out of it. You know yes, the drill. <laughs> but these shorts are great. They're super stretchy. They're super soft, and they hit me, Chloe. I'm actually wearing them right now. Um, you can probably see on camera, mm-hmm. but they hit me like mid thigh region. Yeah, they look good. And I'm a they make fan. your waist look good too. That they suck you in. That's what I was mm-hmm. about to get to. They're very high waisted, and they suck you the fuck in. I love them. Love it. Get, <laughs> get you a pair for Hot Girl Summer. Get you a pair of biker shorts from Mate the Label for Hot Girl Summer. Also, mm-hmm. want to mention they are a sustainable fashion brand. So, oh, good. Yes, love that. They, very eco conscious. Good. Do you want to do the small biz shout out since you found sure. him on TikTok? Yes, I found him on Instagram, actually. Oh, uh, my bad. But yes, we're going to be continuing the trend of the LGBTQ plus small businesses for the month of June. And this one is called Fox and Ivy. The owner's name is Taylor, and she makes beautifully done clay earrings. Some even include dried flowers. And I'm sure we don't need to remind you again how much we adore plants. So we are just in love with her products. Uh, her website is actually launching right now. We're recording this a little bit far in advance, so it launches a few days from now. By the time this yes. episode comes out, the it's website- Wednesday, June 9th, as we're recording mm-hmm. right now. This episode will be released in a week, so her yes. site will be live. Yes, her site is releasing on the 11th, I believe. Um, but yeah, beautifully done. I know she's already been selling, like probably through her DMs are already. She already kind of has established herself a bit. Um, but yeah, check her out. Show her some support. Check out her brand new website. It is called foxandivyjewelry.com. That's F-O-X-A-N-D-I-V-Y-J-E-W-E-L-R-Y.com. And I absolutely spelled jewelry wrong the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I w- was, I'm happy you took the small business shout out because sometimes I just get so tongue tied when I'm spelling out websites and I feel like jewelry would have been one of those words I would have completely messed mm-hmm. up. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently I never learned how to spell jewelry because I was very baffled as to why it had a red line under it. <laughs> I feel like everybody has those words for them that they just like can't spell, like never figured it out in their head. I I know I definitely have those words for myself too, but now that I'm being put on the spot, I can't think of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, manifestations. I want you to kick on this one off segment. because- Honestly, I just want to echo your same sentiment with this. Chloe is pumped about this episode, you All guys. Right. If you cannot I tell am. from her tone, I am. Like I've, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Mer- Mercury is in retrograde right now. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. If I'm being completely honest, but I'm just feeling fired up this week. It's um, a good thing. But yeah, I, like I am, embrace it. Yes, yes. I'm just, just keep it coming, man. Um, <laughs> But I am manifesting a hot girl summer for us all. As you guys know, I'm getting ready to move, find a new job, all that fun stuff. 
And instead of feeling anxious and overwhelmed with all the change, as I usually do, um, I'm just like so happy and excited thinking about it, especially like, I mean, Taylor's friend Kat, who she's going to her uh, engagement party soon. She's in Grand Rapids. Like there's a ton of people that I know in Grand Rapids that like we have mutual friends. And so I'm just excited to like meet people or reconnect with other people that like I kind of know. I'm just really excited to get there and like get my life started there. Um, I forgot to tell you, I'm meeting Hannah this weekend when I oh, go to really? Grand Rapids. Yeah, she's yeah gonna I want to meet her too. She seems yes. like I feel like we would get along very well, like in a non-podcast setting. So I feel yeah, like I want to connect would, with her. I feel like you two would actually create beautiful content together. Like I feel like creating content with someone who also creates content is phenomenal because they they just know how to take your picture. They know the angles. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's something that comes natural to content creators, but not like your standard family member or boyfriend that you're like, mm-hmm. can you take my picture? Yeah. And you start to feel annoyed because yeah. they didn't capture it at the right angle or the lighting's weird mm-hmm. or they cut off your they cut off your shoes in your fashion photo and you're like, but it was about the yeah. shoes. It was for the shoes, babe. <laughs> we completed the look. Yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm just yeah. like really feeling like this summer is going to be a great one for me. And I'm manifesting that it extends to everybody else too. I think we all really deserve it after this pandemic. I I'm just excited agree for more. it. Yeah. The energy <laughs> is vibrant right now. It is. And like, it just seems like everybody is just so ready to like get out there and enjoy life. And like, I don't know, this this pandemic has not been good at all, but it makes me more excited about doing small things, you know? I so can agree with that. If yeah. there's something good to be taken out of all the bad that the pandemic has caused, that's it for me, I guess. I can agree with that. I think I think that's a beautiful note to leave off on. And I'm just going to echo your manifestation there because <laughs> I just truly think that that's awesome, Chloe. Thank you. Well, as we mentioned earlier, we're going to be sharing our tips from different aspects, mental health, overcoming insecurities, moving our bodies, and just feeling hot. Uh, But before we get started, we do want to mention that Hot Girl Summer is not exclusively for people who identify as female. Whoever you are, whatever your pronouns you identify with, you deserve to look and feel hot as hell this summer. So let's get into it. All right, so we are going to kick it off talking about mental health, and this is a really important one. It doesn't matter how hot your body is. If your mental health is in the gutter, hot girl summer is going to be very hard for you. We've already shared a lot of our favorite mental health tips in previous episodes, but I really want to reiterate how important affirmations and gratitude journaling really is. These two things have really changed the way that I think about life for the better. There are plenty of adorable journals with prompts that you can buy, or if you're not interested in those, a simple piece of paper, a note in your phone, or just scheduling some time to sit down and actually think about it can be good. I wouldn't recommend doing that because if you're are, you're probably going to forget about it and not stick to it. I would recommend a journal as you're getting into it and into the habit of it. Um, But really, whatever works for you, just do something. It's such a small thing and it makes such a big difference. Of course, therapy is something that I will always suggest and recommend to everybody that I ever meet for the rest of my life. But I understand that not everybody has access to it. So if that's not something you have, really just start with these affirmations and gratitude journals. They make the world a difference. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that journaling. And it's not something I do every day too. There, I'm a person who will pick up my journal as needed. So maybe I use it mm-hmm. for a month straight and then I don't pick it up again for another three. But it's always something that's there when I need to work through my thoughts. 
Mm-hmm. I, I feel the exact same way. Like I know I've talked 10 times already about my reminder, be grateful, bitch. After a <laughs> while, you get desensitized to it and you just like don't even read it. So I'll delete it. Two months later, I'll add it again and continue using it until I forget about it. Um, But yeah, it doesn't need to be like something that you're super strict about. The more that you're in tune with your mental health, the more that you'll know when you need it. But as you're getting in tune to it, if you're not already, I would recommend, again, getting one of these journals that has a prompt every single day. Chloe, I just had the best idea ever. I'm so sorry. This is a one-off business thing, but how cute would it be if you made like that be grateful bitch graphic into like a wallpaper for iPhones or your phone? Ooh, we could make a mental health series. Okay, we are on the same wavelength because I was already thinking about making wallpapers for phones. (laughs) Do it. We can do it like once a month and we can release new wallpapers at the beginning. Yes. I love when people do that. Same. All right. Do you want to kick us off with the insecurities? Yes. So for as long as I can remember, my stomach and my body hair were major insecurities of mine. And later in college, when I started putting on a bit of weight, as one does, I also Mm -hmm. want to put it out there. Putting on weight in college is pretty normal. The freshman Mm -hmm. 15, they call it that for a reason. Unfortunately, my freshman 15 wasn't until like my junior or senior year, Um, Mm -hmm. but it happens. Also, you're just not a child anymore. Like you're growing into your adult body, you know? No, I'm going to call myself out here too, because it's also important to like keep yourself in check. I was not exercising the way I should have. I went vegan for a while and I did not add in the nutrition and supplements Mm -hmm. that I should have done to be a healthy vegan. And I ate a lot of carbs. It was just, I bloated myself truly. And I also drank a lot. Like we were in college. I I drank a lot. (laughs) We we did uh, drink about a bottle of wine a night by ourselves from Aldi. It was trash. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Um, But with the weight gain, I started to develop insecurities about my back folds and triceps, um, specifically like not like the the area under your arm where it kind of like looks a little. The bat wings? Yeah, that, that, yeah, I was really insecure about mine. Mine got really bad when I put on weight and I felt like that was the majority of where I carried it. So I would like, you know, you take cute group photos and your arm would be like on your hip and I'd see my arms and I'd be like, oh my God, like Taylor, this is so bad. And, um, but going back to the stomach and body hair, which is really like the root of my insecurities. And I've been hyper aware of them since kindergarten and honestly looking back on that it makes me really sad Mm -hmm. because why was I as a five-year-old hyper fixating on my body already like that just that breaks my heart for young young Taylor and I think it's just because I've always had kind of an awkward body type and let me explain okay I'm only 5'4 I am a short gal but I have a mad decent sized chest and a very long waist and torso situation so the whole low rise jean trend that was around during the early 90s and 2000s was like the worst thing to ever happen to me and it was a fundamental part of why my body image was so shit of myself at such a young age because I was constantly wearing clothes that did not look good on me like Mm -hmm. I have again coming back to the long waist um with the low rise jeans my stomach fold would like hang over it because it it just didn't fit me right Mm -hmm. and then it would create the muffin top look and it was just I hated it and 
I kind of liked going to Catholic school because I didn't have to pick out my own clothes. Like I could just hide under the uniform, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So low rise jeans were basically long story short, just kind of the worst thing to ever happen to me. And that was the style for so long when we were kids. And I don't think I knew that high waisted was even an option until later in high school. Like I spent a really long time wearing clothes that just did not look good on me. And um, a lot of this created resentment towards shopping for me. I was never an enjoyable person to shop with. It was a terrible experience for me. Whenever I had to go clothes shopping, I would purposely go by myself because I hated trying clothes on. I hated the fitting room experience. I was so awful to myself. And putting my mom and friends through that experience, uh, it was just not not it. <laughs> it. I always ended up in tears because I would just try on clothes that didn't fit right. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, why doesn't this look good on me? Like all my friends can wear cute things like this and I just can't. And then moving into the body hair. So body hair didn't come into the picture until like fourth or fifth grade, you know, when you're just start mm-hmm. changing. And my dad has a lot of Eastern European in him. And with that comes a lot of body hair. So when I was like in fifth grade, my leg hair was darker and thicker than some of the boys. And on top of that, I've always had really long arm hair. And then thankfully my arm hair was um, a lot blonder, but it was very long. So it would like glisten in the sun. And when that started coming in, you know, you get really insecure and the worst thing happened to me with it. So I remember this is like a memory that is burned into my brain and I wish I could forget it because it's just like honestly traumatizing but we were working in small groups again I went to Catholic school I had a graduating class of 24 kids and I went with to school with those same 24 kids uh, kindergarten through eighth grade we knew each other very well a lot of it was almost kind of like a family dynamic and we were working in these small groups with like three or four of us at a time and there was one boy in my class who literally called me out in front of the entire class about why I didn't shave my leg hair and why it was so thick and gross. I was a girl and I should shave it. I was in fifth grade. She said, why don't you, dude? I was traumatized. Like, I remember running out of the classroom almost like with tears welting Mm -hmm. in my eyes. It was just- I can imagine- a horrible experience for me. And what's funny, like looking back, I guarantee you none of those people in my class remember that. Only I probably mm-hmm. remember it, but it was so burned into my trauma that I just, mm-hmm. ugh. And then in eighth grade, so I was one of the first girls, it was me and one other girl in my class to develop boobs. And when you're Uh-oh. a middle schooler, that is uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. you guys, I mean it when I say I went from like a training bra to a D, what felt like overnight. So I, it was just, it was an experience. And what, I'm still I waiting just, for that to happen to me. <laughs> I could just <laughs> feel people staring at me all the time and I hated it. I wanted to wear the highest neck clothing I could wear. I wanted to wear baggy t-shirts. I didn't want people looking at me. I wore sports bras to mash them down. Like I just, I wanted my preteen body back so bad. And yeah, so just kind of diving into some of my insecurities there because I feel like it's very important to be transparent about them. We all have them. But now kind of getting into some of the things that have helped me 
personally. I have seven little tips for you guys. And this is just what's worked for me. But the first thing is checking in with myself after I've scrolled on Instagram or TikTok for a while, unfollowing models and influencers, and honestly, just people in my personal life who create those feelings of insecurity for me. The unfollow and mute button is a very big feature of Mm -hmm. mine. I can tell you on Instagram, I follow probably about 700 people, but I see probably only 30 people's content. Like I mute everybody. (laughs) I think that seriously makes such a big difference. There was like a year or so ago that I did the same thing. I unfollowed a bunch of people that, you know, influencers that have unrealistic bodies for me. Mm -hmm. And it just really helps my experience of social media. A hundred percent because I would follow all of these six foot tall, rail thin models. And I'm just not that I'm five, four. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of built like a gymnast. I have some muscle to me and I'm very curvy. Like I have an hourglass waist and a bigger chest. It's just, you've got the hourglass figure. You are (laughs) snatched, bitch. Thank you. Thank you. It's taken me a while to embrace that because again, we went from 2000s, like low rise Britney Spears as our like icon of beauty if you will I know that's not the right word but she she was the icon and you know Paris Hilton too and they both had that real thin body and it was just not me so um after checking in with myself and unfollowing all of those people I upped the amount of body positivity influencers and creators I follow and I just want to shout out a few of my faves so Hannah Janae who we interviewed Hannah's phenomenal she makes beautiful content and every time I look at her page I leave feeling filled and so good Melanie who we also interviewed she does she posts all the great content just about body positivity social media she keeps it super real and I've always appreciated that about her she's very unfiltered love Mel and then Carly of your girl your girl Carly on both Instagram and TikTok Carly is the baddest bitch I know in the body positivity game shout out Carly that's all I have to say I just followed her right now Carly's a bad bitch, and I would love to have her on the podcast. Ooh, I love her content. Like, love, love it. it. She she dances, and she just does not care. She will wear a crop top. She will wear whatever makes her feel good, and I love that. Like, that is exactly what we need. It, that are is the, exactly what everybody should be doing. The curvier girls need to keep flaunting it because they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, My third tip is just I have been a lot more intentional more recently, especially after our conversation with Mel about showing up on social media without a filter and just appreciating myself and the features I have for what they are. I don't need to see the smooth skin. I don't need to see the fake eyelashes and the fake makeup because I got or I hadn't gotten ready for the day yet. And I wanted to throw on a filter before while I made my morning coffee and talked to my camera, you know, like just show up and be who you are because everybody's doing the whole filter thing. Like everybody's so edited that I feel Mm -hmm. like it makes me, it helps make me stand out too. And it's also just kind of like, you know, other people feel this too. So be the one to start the conversation about it. I've been loving the trend on TikTok of people using the beauty filter to the build a bitch song. And then like halfway through they take it off and you look like a completely different person yes. without the beauty filter on. Like the fact that that thing even exists infuriates me. It's ridiculous. It is I... creating insecurities in the people that are using it, first of all, because they don't look like that and they know they don't look like that. And then and everybody else who's looking at that and thinking that they look like that. It's just blows my mind. 
Another trend that I saw because I personally follow this creator and I wish this trend would have blown up more than it did, but Shannon Bruno, she is a skincare creator and she also makes a lot of content about ADHD, which I appreciate. Um, She started, I want to say like six months ago, and I actually participated in the trend on TikTok, but it was the real skin challenge. And she like started with the beauty mode on and then she showed her actual skin with the acne scars, maybe a couple like acne spots, like dark spots, just pores real skin you know and she was just like this is my face (laughs) this is my face this is normal like why are we all out here acting like we need to look like drag queens 24 7 with like a full face of makeup Mm -hmm. and that there's nothing wrong if wearing a full face of drag queen makeup makes you feel like your baddest bitch rock on like love that for you but you don't have to feel like you have to show up that Mm -hmm. way to be able to show up on camera or just be post on social media you know 1000% agree. Do makeup because it's fun and it makes you feel good, not because you're insecure. Yes, not because you feel obligated to do makeup. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So shifting gears a bit, tip number four, and this one just kind of came naturally with graduating college, but once I stopped drinking as much, uh, basically Thursday through Sunday, I would drink heavily (laughs) Um, the weight really melted off and the bloat went away and that's really I I, I don't want to say it was weight it was probably mostly bloat but yeah that that really helped me and once I stopped drinking as much and the bloat like went away I started to really feel better about myself which guys this was in like 2019 2020 ish so this has been a very recent journey for me as well and then My fifth tip is just acknowledge that it's okay to not feel your hottest every single day. Like mental health fluctuates and you don't need to be 100% all the time and you don't need to beat yourself up about being 100%, you know? I 100% agree. Like if you are only feeling good all the time, you're not actually feeling good because you can't feel good if you don't ever feel bad. It's, yeah. It's just, it's kind of like the whole, uh, to know love, you have to know pain thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You have to have both in order to even recognize that you have both. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. And then my sixth tip, I promise we're almost done. And then I'll let Chloe talk you guys, um, knowing I am way more than how I look. And when I was on this journey, I wrote down all of the non-physical things that I genuinely liked about myself. And I put it on a sticky note and I put it on my mirror and I would just look at it every day and tell myself like, you're more than your damn body, Taylor. Like my personality is great. I'm a loyal ass friend. I'm funny. The one thing I can give myself is that I have the best self-depreciating humor. Okay, I I'm extroverted and I make friends in rooms filled with people that I don't know easily. Like there's just so many other great qualities about myself to love than just my body. I'm Mm. not just a body, you know. Exactly. So on that note, so I already made a graphic for your birthday and started typing out. I'm going to caption it myself. Um, I started crying while I was typing it out because honestly, to be friends with Taylor is like the biggest blessing. Seriously. Now you're going to make me cry, bitch. (laughs) I I was at work while I was typing it out. If you don't know what my work is, I Danny children. (laughs) I was literally crying as I was writing writing this. I was like, I can't. I can't be crying right now. I need to stop. (laughs) These little children are going to think I'm not fine right now. (laughs) Chloe, what's wrong? (laughs) But no, seriously, like we really are so much more than our bodies. And really, like, 
if your friends think of you for your body, they're not your friends. And like, I don't think Taylor has friends that aren't her friends, you know, like everybody in your life, Taylor, like does not even think about your body. And on that note too, if your significant other is only with you for your body, get out. Exactly. Get out. That's, Mm -hmm. that's not okay. That is he, they need to love you for every single part of you, not just the body you have, you know? I agree. I 100% agree. And I like, the thing that like scares me about that thought is like, anything can happen at any point, at any minute of any day, we can become paralyzed, we can lose a limb, like something can happen. And like our body can be completely different. And like, if your significant other is for you only for your body, that is a big deal. Oh, yeah, because here's another thing to think about with that, too. If your significant other is only with you for your body, what happens when we as women get pregnant? Exactly. You grow a baby, get stretch marks. Down there just isn't the same Mm -hmm. after you push a kid out of it. I'm sorry. That's just our reality Mm -hmm. as women. And if that's going to be the deal breaker, if you, like, get fat while you get pregnant because it just happens, like – you're growing you're a human creating being. a human? <laughs> yeah, like, because you hear stories about that. And like, every time I hear a story about that, like, my husband left me when I got pregnant because he didn't find me attractive anymore. Like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah. <laughs> you probably saw a ton of red flags before that happened. Yes. Yes. <sighs> it's sad. And, yeah, it really is. So you are more than a body. You are so much more than that but and then my seventh and final tip which I think is honestly probably the most important mindset shift that I've had it is that my body is a temple and as cliche as that sounds my body is a temple that houses my soul and I should not speak to it so negatively because my body works hard for me no matter what the number on the scale says it is digesting food it is processing emotions it is holding me up physically there's so much to appreciate about it even if I don't like the number Mm -hmm. on the scale our bodies are doing exactly what they need to be doing no matter how they look my liver works overtime for Mm -hmm. me like (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) love it (laughs) all right well I will pass the mic off to you because I know you have a lot to say on the insecurity topic as well so I I guess like to start off like I've always kind of felt this sense of like I don't feel hot in myself but I know that men think I'm hot and so that's like a very weird feeling to feel of like I know I'm I know that I'm perceived as hot but I don't feel hot in myself so I just want to start this off by saying that like once I started dressing how I want to dress doing makeup how I want to do my makeup that really made a big change for me because whether or not men thought I was hot I felt hot and that's what mattered because I don't really care what a bunch of strangers think about me. Um, But anyway, I mean, that's not to say that I don't have a thousand insecurities. Um, My first insecurity that I've ever noticed about myself is I've had a birthmark on my hip since the day I was born. And this is like, you know, the first like, oh, I'm different from everybody else. So from a young age, I was really insecure about that. Chloe, I, I've known you for how many years and I can tell you with confidence, I have no idea what birthmark you're talking about. Like I absolutely have, I have no a, clue. I have like a, it's probably a little bit bigger than a thumbprint size birthmark on my hip. I have one on my inner thigh. 
really mm-hmm. yeah my friend um my friend annie you know her she has like a tiny one on the back of her legs so i remember as a kid anytime i felt insecure i was like annie has a birthmark it's fine <laughs> i actually think most people do like i don't most know a people lot of do. people that don't have them most people do and it's not ugly by any means but just when you're a kid being different in any sense is it's the worst uncomfortable it's the it's worst. the worst it's it's terrible <laughs> So that was like my first insecurity. Um, like in high in middle school and high school, I was just like a very like leggy, lengthy, I couldn't put on five pounds if I ate, you know, 10 pizzas and really tried. Um, but then, you know, in college, when I became an adult, I did gain some weight, which is like fine. Um, but yeah, that like I was like, whoa, like I gained so much weight. I've never really like been overweight. But I've felt insecure about it because just your body's changing. I feel like that's just normal for girls. As your body changes, I don't know. I feel like every girl, no matter how your body changes, every girl feels insecure. I want um, to add something to this. Yeah, my 13-year-old body, my 15-year-old body, my 18-year-old body, and my present 23-year-old body are all very different. Mm-hmm. All very different. Your hips will continue to widen because they're birthing hips, people. We're, just, we're women. Like it yeah. just happens, you know? So I want to put it out there, like, just because you go through puberty at age, like, ages 13 through 16, whatever, doesn't mean your body stops changing. Yeah, yeah. So different at ages 18 through 23 now. So just wanted to add that in. I've even found myself before looking back at old pictures of me, like, in high school or whatever, and I'm like, oh, like, my belly's not as flat. And I'm like, I'm not a fucking child anymore. Like, what do do you think's going to happen, like, when you become an adult? And, like – have you ever I, I don't looked, get it. <laughs> have Go you ahead. ever looked back on a picture in like from like say middle school or high school and you were like, I used to hate that picture. And mm-hmm. then you see it with fresh eyes like five years later and you were like, I would give anything to look like this. What the hell was I so upset yeah. about? Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I feel like just as women were so conditioned to just be insecure. I will get into this later, but I feel like just society conditions us to just be insecure no matter how we look. Oh, because they can profit off of it. Yeah. Are you kidding? Exactly. I mean, I'm sure Kylie, like I'm sure Kylie and Kendall Jenner think that they have a thousand flaws with their bodies when they have half the world looking at them like, oh my fucking God, you are beautiful, you know? Oh, you know they felt insecure. All of them had like massive amounts of plastic surgery mm-hmm. by 17. And that's no judgment. If you want to get plastic surgery because you have an insecurity that you hate that much and you like want to change it, all power to you. No judgment there. I I think it's sad that poor Kylie felt the pressure to go under the knife and get lip filler by the time she was 16 or 17 because the media was so mean to her. And like as an outsider looking in on her, at that age before she had any work done like she's fucking gorgeous naturally and after her work like either way you know do what you want with your body but like as an outsider looking in she was always beautiful on that note too so everybody knows the iconic picture that like the iconic before and after picture of kylie like before she got her lips done when she barely wore Mm -hmm. makeup kylie at that age, looked exactly how I did in middle school. You kind of go through the awkward phase. I can't relate to these teenagers who are skipping the white and blue eyeshadow phase mm-hmm. and going straight to wearing crop tops. Like there are literally 12 year olds that look older than me based off of how they dress and do their mm-hmm. makeup. And I'm like, that makes me so sad. It's crazy. But yeah, just to continue with my insecurities, I know I've talked 
about I think I've talked about it before that I don't have two of my fingertips that honestly didn't cause as much insecurity as you would probably expect but I do find myself trying to hide it around people that don't know about it um and so just trying to be more conscious about not hiding it or even like I know I I lived with Taylor for like three or four months before she even realized that I was missing my fingertips and I, it, it was only because I told you <laughs> it you t- I remember the story very distinctly because it was when you did that hilarious Sally Hansen hire me for your next hand oh, model yeah. thing and you posted it on Instagram and I was like wait I didn't know you had like you were missing fingertips you're like oh yeah and then you told me the story of your whole amputation thing mm-hmm. and I again like an entire three to four months basically an entire quarter in business had passed and I never noticed and we lived Mm -hmm. together we spent a lot of time together yeah Sally Hansen that offer still stands if you want to hire (laughs) me as your hand model let me know can we please find (laughs) that tweet yes yes I love it it didn't like get as much love as I was hoping it would and it was a little embarrassing no it was ahead of its time it was ahead of its time it was ahead of its time we should retweet it I'm going to at least, at a bare minimum, post a screenshot on our story the day we released this episode. <laughs> it was the funniest tweet I've ever seen, you guys. She had, like, these press-on nails on everything except her two fingers that she obviously doesn't have a nail on because mm-hmm. the, the tip is missing. But iconic photo. Iconic. Yeah. But, like, now I'm just, like, whatever. I'm still – I have not been to a na- nail salon since my injury. So that's, really? like, kind of – I'm just – Would you like to? I'll go first of you. all, first of all, I have mad anxiety and bite my nails to the nubs. So, <laughs> so like that, that in itself makes me uncomfortable to go to a nail salon, but then also having eight and a half fingernails <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. I don't know that you know that what? is something that I'm like working on. You know what I think, you should you start know. with then? Start with like a hand massage. I will get that. So for my birthday, Oliver got me a massage. It was like a full body massage. And so, yeah, she got to my hand and like at the beginning, she had me fill out paperwork. Is there any like injuries you need me to know about? And I said no. And then she got to my hand and I was like, I probably should have said that. I probably should have wrote that down. If it doesn't cause you pain, I feel like it's not an injury anymore, correct? I don't think so. It was probably just a little surprising for her. If she didn't, like, make a weird face or react or anything, I bet she was just fine. Yeah, I wasn't looking anyway, so who knows. But, yeah, that's that's something that, like, I'm actively working on. And then also my brows, like, I've noticed, like, I'm only 23 years old, but the amount of gravity's effect on my eyebrows is already, like, ridiculous. And I know that the eyebrow that I have a scar in is, like, that must have affected my muscle or something. Because that eyebrow is lower than the other one. I remember in middle school, there's girls making fun of me about it, and I will never not be traumatized by that. I'll fight it them. Really hurt my feelings. I'll fight them. You know they were like twelve, so I forgive them, but it still hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, but basically, what I'm saying is like, no matter what, when you're looking in the mirror, it's hard not to think of everything that we would like to change about ourselves. But really, we are only hurting our own feelings and nobody else feels that way about us. And I've been obsessed with this TikTok sound, which trigger warning, I'm about to sing. Uh, The sound goes, (laughs) 
I've got a perfect body, but sometimes I forget. I got a perfect body because my eyelashes catch my sweat. I sweat, yes they do. Yep, <laughs> yes they do. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, it, but like I've like since I heard that sound, any time that I like look in the mirror and like notice something that I don't like about myself, I just like sing that song and dance around, and I'm like. What what is there to complain about? Like my body is doing every single thing that it is supposed to be doing for me. You know, I get up in the morning, it lets me walk around, it lets me do yoga, it lets me dance around when I want to. There's nothing I can't do with my body that I don't want to. So, you know, why hate on it? I love that. Thanks. Well, I know the biggest portion for you that you're really excited to talk about is the moving our body segment. So do you want to kind of kick that off? Sure. So, I mean, this can be anything that you love to do. You don't necessarily have to do like an hour long high intensity workout every single day to have like six pack killer arms, like whatever. You don't need to be doing that to feel hot. You guys already know how much I love going on hikes and doing yoga. Those combined with a little bit of extra muscle building exercises each week feels more than enough for me, honestly. I've been obsessed with the song Nevergreen by Emancipator, which I found on the yoga playlist that I shouted out for our product of the week. Um, This song honestly just feels powerful and very flowy, which I love to do yoga to, and I find myself trying to do harder poses and holding them longer and pushing myself harder than when I just do yoga in silence, which sometimes I do like to do it in silence, but like finding songs like that, that really motivate you is just awesome. So I would recommend that if you don't know really what you love to do. I, I really recommend yoga just because it's like a mental thing as well as a physical thing. So try it out if you don't really know exactly what you love. Yeah. I think just Basic movement throughout your mm-hmm. day is very underrated. Like doing something as simple as sitting on the floor to work rather than like sitting in your bed mm-hmm. or sitting all day at a desk. That is because it forces you to get up. Mm-hmm. Just basic movement is what you lose as you get older. So it's important to move that move every day, even if it's yes. not like heavy weight lifting. I'm running a marathon, you know. And like on this note, like I would love to talk about Lizzo for a second. Because she, you know, she's got curves. She's, you know, a heavier set woman. But she works her body. Like, she's not, you know, neglectful of her health. Oh, she's stronger health- than me. Yeah, she is strong. She is healthy. She is she's moving her body. She's healthier than me, for and sure. And again, her body is doing every single thing that it needs to be doing for her. And, like, I love so much whenever she posts a TikTok. Like, it just makes me feel so empowered because, like, she is doing everything right and she's the perfect example of like move your body and like yeah you don't need to be a 6 foot tall 120 pound model in order to be healthy like there are so many body types that are healthy another thing i really like about lizzo is she's very balanced in the food she posts about too like mm-hmm. she'll post herself eating like a really healthy vegan salad but then she'll also post about how like she wants a pickle dog like the, the, yeah. i want a pickle dog that was the funniest yeah. thing i've ever seen i love her And there's like, there's nothing wrong with that. And if you feel like there's something wrong with that, then that's when you need to like take a step back and be like, it's unrealistic for us to be working out and eating healthy every second of our lives. Like, obviously, some people do that. And that's awesome for them if that's what, you know, fills their cup. But that's not realistic for every single person in the world. I agree. 
Well, my favorite form of movement uh, is the one and only hot girl walk. Just get out around your neighborhood wherever you can. If if you have a hiking trail near you, that's great. Unfortunately, I live closer to the city where uh, there aren't as many trails. So Mm -hmm. I have to drive a solid 20, 30 minutes to go find good trails near me. But my neighborhood is great and I can walk my dog or I could just go take myself outside and listen to a podcast for a certain duration of time and just walk around until the podcast episode is done and obviously this is a a lot easier for me to do in the summer and the fall and sometimes spring when it's not pouring here torrentially but it is winter here a decent amount of time out of the year so I really like to be outside and walking as much as I can when um, it is nice outside Mm -hmm. and I've been doing Melanie who we interviewed um, she started a hot girl walk challenge this month and it's all for mental health awareness as well so honestly you guys go check out Mel's profile if you are a daily walker tag her in her stories she's donating to a mental health nonprofit and like matching people up to like $300 I think um, if they tag her in their stories on like the hot girl walk challenge so I've Mm -hmm. been trying to do that as well and I love that so and it also like you feel so good when you hit that 10,000 step goal and you get your little like Apple watch or your Fitbits going off and you're like, congrats, like you moved enough today. <laughs> I always it. feel so shitty about myself when it's a Sunday and I'm hungover and I'm just like, I've moved like 300 steps <laughs> the entire day. It's like, ooh, this is embarrassing. I walked to the kitchen and back today. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right. So for feeling hot, Honestly, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately and just about how corporations really play off of how women are insecure. You know, they will sell you anything just to fix your insecurities. And that just doesn't sit right with me, honestly. When thinking about that, I'm like, I want to throw out all my makeup. I want to throw out all my pretty clothes. Like, I want to throw out all this stuff that, like, people are selling me just to make me feel better because I know they're... the patriarchy. (laughs) Yeah, like, they're just making me feel insecure so they can make an extra dollar. Like, whatever. That pisses me off. But honestly, I think it's just really important to be more conscious about when you're shopping and, like, why you're buying these products and not just being turned off completely. A personal example that I can give is my love for bold lipstick. I am very well aware that when I go out wearing blue, green, or black lipstick, I'm not exactly playing into the male gaze. Uh, Before Oliver and I started dating, I knew that I got less attention when I went out wearing, like, black lipstick or whatever. But, like, honestly, that is when I felt the most hot and powerful. I just loved it so much. What was that sexy, dark, navy blue color that you used to wear? I loved (sighs) when you wore that. I'm pretty sure that's NYX. Was it NYX or was it Kat Von D? I know you had that set. Okay, I have one from Anastasia, which is kind of like a teal color, which I adore. Ooh, I think that's the color I'm thinking of. It was Anastasia. I I love Anastasia. Didn't you get it at Marshall's? No. No. They don't sell blue lipstick at Marshall's. (laughs) I mean, they might. (laughs) They might because I might be one of the only people buying it. But no, I haven't seen like their boldest lipsticks that I've seen at Marshall's are like a very dark red or like a very dark like mauve. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Hold on. Let me find my spot. Lipstick makes you feel powerful and badass. Yeah. Yes. Lipstick makes me feel powerful and badass. And honestly, I've never minded the idea of men being intimidated by me. That's Um, great. Yeah. Honestly, it makes me feel like hot as hell. Honestly, like, yes, please be intimidated by me. Um, Especially, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm like almost six foot tall. 
And like, so like if I'm wearing heels, six foot tall and dark lipstick, men do not acknowledge me. And that's okay with me. That's like when I'm feeling the hottest, (laughs) to be honest. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, I think it's important to like forget about what the male gaze likes to see because it's, you know, a tiny five foot two, 95 pounds girl. But it's more about like wear things that make us feel cool. And I've been really trying to focus on that when I'm buying new clothes and stuff is like, how do I feel in this? Do I feel cool? Because if I don't feel cool, I'm not interested in buying it anymore. And my wardrobe has really changed in the last couple of months just with that mindset. I used to have like very basic looking clothing. And now I'm finding myself wearing things that like even there's a dress that I just bought that Oliver was like, "Hmm, I I don't know about that one. And I was like, that's how I know that I look fucking good. (laughs) Just the fact that like a male... And the male gaze is, like, a little not sure about it. And, like, just when I put it on, like, I feel fucking hot. It's, like, a 70s. I feel very, like, Margot Robbie, Once Upon a Hollywood. Ooh. Uh, yes. Like, I love it. I sent it to you, that dress. I fucking love it. But oh, yeah, wait, just that was the dress? Yeah. I fucking oh love it. I Dude, love yeah. it. I told you to buy it. I, don't listen to Oliver. Oliver, if you're listening to this, you're wrong. Oh, I'm not. No, I told him. I was like, I was like, first of all, I'm in a relationship, so I don't want men coming up and hitting on me in the bar anyway. And second of all, I don't care if they think I look weird anyway. So like, what's the big deal? Um, But yeah, I feel like that really extends to body positivity as well. We don't need to be these like picture perfect Instagram models in order to be hot. Being hot is a mindset. And like, I love seeing things on the internet that like, the only step to being a hot girl is believing you're a hot girl, because that is 100% the truth. Um, you know, who's to say you're not the hottest bitch in the world? Because like, if you believe you are, you are. Hell yeah. I'm really glad you brought up the whole clothing thing, because I think the number one thing that has helped me feel hot is dressing for my body type. Mm -hmm. And it took me 21 years of my life to figure out that those little lacy bandeaus were just never going to fit my chest. And Mm -hmm. I don't have to wear the tiny crop tops that barely cover Mm -hmm. your boobs because I don't want my stomach to hang out. I don't have to wear something just because it's trendy and in style if I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I genuinely look and feel my best when I wear high-waisted jeans, high-waisted bikini bottoms because I feel like that's what really complements my waist. It sucks my stomach in. It hides the little pooch that I'm still kind of insecure about but working through. And it also ju- – body suits. And this I can – particularly thank both you and Kat for because I did not put a bodysuit on until I started raiding your guys's closets for going out wear because I had no going out tops because I just wore baggy t-shirts all the time <laughs> um but that was really the first time I'd ever started like really dressing for my body type and I was like wait I actually don't hate wearing jeans mm-hmm. I just hate wearing jeans that don't fit me right and if you are a short girl who also has a long waist and has the hardest time finding jeans, I cannot recommend the American Eagle highest waist stretch jeans enough, but order them in the short kind. Like I have to specialty order my, the highest waisted jean type, but in the shortest size possible. If that doesn't tell you anything about my body type, you guys, I don't know what will. (laughs) 
<sighs> no, I love it. Like, seriously, dress for what makes you feel good and not just for what's trendy. Because, like, yes, and especially, yes. like, looking back at old pictures of, like, oh, I was wearing these trendy clothes. But, like, that did not look good on me. Like, oh, my God. That was not I, it. <laughs> I can confidently say. So I'm a neutral gal. I think if most people look at my Instagram, they can see I'm a pretty neutral person. I don't wear bold colors or patterns. Mm-hmm. It, I, if there's one thing I've learned about buying clothes, it's that when I'm in bright colors or anything that's overly textured and like just patterned like plaid, you will not catch me in plaid. Um, I, I just, got plaid I'm on right now, guys. <laughs> I'm just uncomfortable. <laughs> so yeah, moral of the story, I'm a neutral gal. Patterns just not my thing. And do you remember when we were in middle school and the galaxy and the cross leggings were all that anybody was wearing. I'm mm-hmm. so glad I never bought those. I never had a photo like lurking on the internet of me in those. And I'm so glad because <laughs> I think that would be an image that would haunt me solely because the clothing that I w- would be wearing in that photo would just make me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If that is your style, that is not me dissing you. I just, that is me. I'm not comfortable wearing those clothing, mm-hmm. that type of clothing. And you can rock and wear whatever type of clothing you want. If you like the article of clothing, wear it. I am just saying for me, I am a neutral gal and I have found that I feel best in a skims bodysuit and high-waisted jeans. <laughs> and I love that. Like that that outfit honestly makes you like snatch the the picture that your brother posted for his birthday of like all your family. I wanted to comment on it, but I was like, I don't want to be weird, but I was gonna be like, your sister looks hot as hell right now. <laughs> Thank you. It was a Skims bodysuit and the American Eagle jeans mm-hmm. I was shouting out. So, Like, seriously, that is the outfit for your hourglass figure. And guess what? I went onto the site and I bought, like, six different colors in all these different styles because it's just what looks best on me. Oh. And now when I post photos, I'm like, you know, I like the way I look. Like, I, I'm not cringing at this. I don't, wa- I don't want to text all my friends in the group chat and be like, don't post this photo. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Like that really like for hot girl summer, wear what you love, do what you love, move your body in whatever way that you love. Just really hot girl summer is really about just feeling hot and not so much about just what other people think if you look hot or not. So have a good time this summer. Yes. All right. That is all for this episode. If you would like to keep up with us on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at CEO-ish podcast. And if you would like to keep up with me personally, you can follow me over on Tagram Biz on Instagram. That's B-I-Z. And if you're interested in social media, PR, all of that fascinating content, you can follow my agency page at socially tailored spelled like my name. And you can find me at chloew.art. Please make sure to leave us a review, subscribe, tell a friend. We really appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Yes, see you Wednesday. Yeah.